are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. You ready? L- l- let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with Furthering Fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Furthering Fathering Monkey Chat, both radio and television. We're here with an incredible man of God. You know, uh, do not confuse directions and instructions. Directions tell you which way to go and and to get you uh, the way to get to your destination. However, instructions are a bit different. Um, while directions tell you the way to go, instructions are an admonition and guide in how and which way to grow. Directions impact your drive. Instruction impact your thrive. We all desire uh, and, and do what we ought to do to flourish. We need to flourish. That's a word that should make Pastor Turner smile. <laughs> so... We always start off by honoring our Heavenly Father. And then we're going to introduce our esteemed guest. Psalm 92, verses 12 to 14. Read from the King James. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the Lord. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your thoughts that you think towards us. Thoughts of shalom. Thoughts of us flourishing to give us an expected end. Thank you, Lord, that as we are planted, as it says in Psalm 1, we are planted by the rivers of water so that we may flourish as fathers, as men, as leaders, as your sons. Bless us, Lord, to bear great fruit, fruit that remains, fruit that's nourishing, and fruit that's sweet. We thank you, Lord, for the victory of relationship with you. Thank you, Lord, for connectivity. Thank you, Lord, for peace. Thank you, Lord, for direction and instruction. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, according to the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Ghost, we are victorious. Amen and amen. 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 
Amen. Well, Jay, you know, um, we've had your bishop on, so it's only right that uh, I invite my pastor on. You know, pastor, when I I transitioned and moved from New York and moved here to Georgia, it took me some time to really find a, a home. And I must say, uh, my wife and I, we visited uh, over a dozen churches, uh, but I felt right home at Turning Point here in McDonough, led by Pastor Mike. Uh, I know you reference him as Pastor Turner. We call him Pastor Mike, who we love. (laughs) (laughs) And um, um, so, yeah, without further ado, uh, let's, let's give a warm welcome for our esteemed guest today, Pastor Michael Turner of Turning Point Church here in McDonough, as well as Jonesboro. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lamont. I'm so honored uh, to serve in that way. And, And I've told you this before that, you know, I'm really humbled and honored that you would look to me in that capacity. And I take that very seriously and it's, it's a true honor. And, um, so thank you for that. And Pastor Jeremy, it's good to meet you. Good to be on with you. Sharpening one another today, you know, as men sharpening iron, sharpening iron. So I am pumped and excited and thrilled to be a part of this discussion today. Thank you guys for having me. You're very welcome. You said one of my favorite words. When people ask how I'm doing, I say, I'm excited to be alive. That's right. (laughs) You got to be, right? I mean, every day is a gift. So absolutely. And, and Pastor Mike, before we jump in, you know, there's there's one thing that I've caught eye of in this because I'm very sensitive to that uh, father daughter relationship, ha- having a daughter of my own, and Jeremy has two daughters. Um, I see the way your daughter looks at you. Uh, you probably can't do no wrong because my daughter don't allow me to do any wrong either. But I really love that. But as well, though, Pastor Mike, she's also part of the praise and worship team. How, how does that feel? How does that make you feel? Well, it is obviously such an honor, such a blessing um, to be, you know, looked at like you're, you're, you're mentioning and, you know, I don't want to get choked up, but it's, it's a, you know, to be able to be that in her eyes is, is probably one of the greatest um, experiences and uh, rewards of, you know, fighting the good fight as a father, because obviously it's a journey. And I think where she's at, she's 18, uh, she's just applied for Highlands College. And so in the fall, she's probably going off to Highlands College. I told her she's got to come back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a huge honor. And to be able to see her discover her own uh, revelation and her own story of redemption, you know, to to not just go off of, uh, off what God did for me, but for her to discover the presence of the Lord and how to access it and why worship is important and to be able to steward that and to minister that on behalf of the Lord to his people. What a great thrill, but what a great responsibility. So it's extremely rewarding. She's actually on staff with us part-time right now and she's writing. And so, yeah, it's, it's a good season. Uh, it's, it's been uh, amazing. So, yep. <laughs> The awesome. blessing of fatherhood. The blessing of fatherhood. Yes. It's, it's it's that season, you know, and I'll just say, but I've got two older sons as well. Uh, my oldest is 21. He is on staff. He's been over our audio uh, engineering and um, production, but now he's moving into leading the young adults. So now he's transitioning into leading 
uh, creating a podcast, uh, having gatherings. And so I am just so thrilled to see him kind of transition into that role uh, just as a father, but also as a pastor and a leader for them to want to be a part of the ministry uh, says a lot to me because I think so many times um, I've seen children not want that just because of what their parents went through. Um, and so anyway, so then my middle son also is involved with our young adults. He is also oh, awesome college. So both of the, I've got two potential college students leaving in the fall and I'm celebrating, but y'all pray for me uh, because you know, it's an investment, but I'm like, Hey, if you go and you do your best, if you go get in a leadership environment where your world is enlarged, I'll sell a car. I'll, I'll get an extra, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to, to invest that in you uh, because I believe there's going to be a great return. But anyway, so that's, so it's a good season, Lamont. I mean, it's, it's been, you know, the, 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 the last few years, couple of years, especially it hadn't been that way. It was a right. season of tears. It was a season of prayer, intercession, fasting, uh, battling, like just battling, you know, God, what went wrong because you know they kind of went down some paths got in some circles around other people and just were far from where they are today so I am so like when you ask me how I'm doing like I'm living the dream right and so my family's serving Jesus that's what I say hey that's awesome. family is serving Jesus we're healthy what more can I say you know but yeah. was that too long of an answer oh, no man answer. No, that that was a great answer yeah. And, and CJ, now, now you, but you know, you know, I, I'm attracted to authentic leadership and you see Pastor Mike, he's the real deal. He's just not going to give you the fluff. He's very transparent. And, and that's what I love about you, Pastor Mike. But hey, it's not about me. <laughs> Jay, come on, man. Let's, let's okay, get into okay. today's conversation. <laughs> Before we go a little any further, I want to say God bless and love you to our listening fans in California in Chicago, in Boston, in Atlanta, and New York on KCAA, WWAE, WCAP, WCKG, and WGHT. Uh, we are very thankful that uh, you are tuning into us, and we pray that you gain something, something out of this that will bless you and your family and your generations to come. Um, Pastor Mike, Pastor Mike, if if I might, and I'm, you can call me Jay or Pastor Jay. Pastor Mike, <laughs> <laughs> we asked how you're doing, and we heard about your fatherhood. Um, I know that you. Uh, I actually watched your last service, and um, uh, it's very funny because I had been preaching on trees. Mm. A lot of I've been preaching on trees for, okay. the, for maybe a, about a month. So mm. you, it, it was like a tuning fork, right? Mm. It, uh, or or, or uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Resonance? Yeah, where, where you have a, a concert piano on one sympathetic resonance, where you have a concert piano on one end of a of an empty hall and a, and a concert piano on the other. You hit C sharp, boom, and you open up the the, the lid of the other one, and the the string is vibrating for C mm. sharp. So, so we're, we're, there's a, a lot of synergy already before you even knew it. <laughs> Come on. I love so, that. So, so you're in a season of flourishing personally, but I see that you're 
trying to, that overflow that's coming to you, you're pouring it out into your church. What have you and Turning Point been up to? What have you and Turning Point been up to? Well, you know, besides uh, moving through a pandemic and uh, coming on the other side of the last two years now, feeling like, you know, we're seeing a, uh, just a, an, a, an uptick in um, just the, the health of the church, but also the unity, uh, a resurgence of uh, a new families coming, some people who've been out for a while, uh, but just the unity uh, from our leadership team, our elders, our, our staff, uh, you know, we just had an incredible Easter. I mean, it was great to see the building full again. Like some people on our staff had never seen the place full. So it was just, wow. it was, and, and that's not just at our church, but I believe that happened all over America. Like it was just, it was a breakthrough season that I feel like has led us into what I'm calling May is a month of miracles and momentum. And yes. so we're, we're believing that there's a move and a momentum that's going to carry us through our best summer ever. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just miracles are happening. New families are coming. People who have been away, came back, said it's good to be anyway. So just as a church, we're, we, we, we are poised, we're unified, we're, we're pumped, we're ready, uh, taking turf. And uh, so, yeah, we're definitely uh, excited about the future as we dream about, you know, expanding the kingdom all over South Atlanta and multiple campuses. So that's where we are as a church. Uh, it's exciting. And uh, yeah, so. Wow, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So, 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 Pastor Mike, you just preached your, your sermon uh, entitled Le Leaving Your Pot Behind based on your new-to-be released book, uh, Flourish, uh, Finding Your Place for Wholeness and Fulfillment. Um, one, why did you write the book? And uh, briefly clarify what you meant by leave your pot behind. Sure. So with the book, it's really um, based off, I think, you know, everybody has life messages, right? And I think for me, this is one of those life messages about how when I surrendered to Christ, like I had no direction, no purpose, no fruitfulness, right? And uh, no sense of dignity. The enemy had stripped my dignity. I didn't have vision. I didn't have resources. Like I had, you know, I was stripped, I was barren, but I knew I was made for more. Like I was in the pig pen, you know, like the prodigal son, but I realized this is, this is not what I was made for. And so I, I came back to the house of God and uh, surrendered my life to Christ, went all in and just went after God in the sense of, Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I can't pretend like I'm just going to do the church thing. Like I, I either got to be in this thing or I'm going to go back to the pig pen. So when I decided to really go after God, surrender my life to Christ, started serving, uh, started, you know, honoring the Lord, learning how to pray, learning how to read, understanding uh, even things like financial uh, truths, principles of tithing, and just stewarding your finances. Anyway, leadership. Uh, it was amazing how I began to get traction. I began to see joy. Uh, I had a sense of respect. Uh, people like began to show me respect. In fact, I had opportunities to lead. And so I just found a lot of, of, of internal fulfillment by stop. I stopped focusing on me and I started focusing on other people. And I learned that what I make happen for other people, God will make happen for me. And, and, and instead of just focusing on where I've missed it and what I don't have, I just started focusing on meeting the needs of other people. And, and, and when I began to make their world awesome, 
God made my world awesome. And when I focused on bringing healing to their life, I found, you know, that he brought healing to my life and fulfillment. And so that's kind of this idea, Psalm 92, as you read, when we're planted in the house of the Lord, there's a promise that we're going to flourish. Like, that's what God wants, but we've got to get planted. And so the, the idea that we can't flourish until we're planted, so many people, uh, I said this, that they, they're they managing their brokenness, right? Sometimes even in church, like they come to church, they're managing their brokenness. They think, well, I've just got to deal with this. This is the way it is. You know, we've got to go through stuff. And, 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 and again, we go through challenges. We're going to have trials. We're going to have, you know, uh, things that we battle, but at the same time, we don't have to manage our brokenness or settle for barrenness. Right. Like God really wants us to grow. He's, he's created us to be fruitful and to multiply. So we're made for more, you know, and there's nothing wrong for that with that. Sometimes in, uh, I think in Christianity, we feel like we have to apologize because we want more in life, but I, I just believe God wants more for us, right? He wants us to grow in good things and not re- reproduce perhaps the negative things that were passed down to us. And so I think for me, it's a life message that I found my place of wholeness, right? And, and I've pl- found my place of fulfillment as a son. So my identity, my identity uh, then God blessed me to be a, a husband and then a father and a leader. And, and so, yeah, I, I just, I feel like it's a message that the body of Christ needs because there's so much um, dissension. I think there's division. I think there is a lot of um, untruths that are being taught. Uh, and, I, and so for me, I feel like it's a message God gave me for the body of Christ, especially coming on the other side of what we went through in 2020, 21. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of the idea for the book flourish, um, that it, it can happen, but we've got to, we've got to get planted. And then what does that look like? What is the house of the Lord? You know, so I'll talk about that as well, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where the book came from is, is, as I felt like it is, I think it's going to help pastors. Like I really do. I think it's going to help the body of Christ. Um, and that's really, you know, my, my goal and my aim is that people will understand how do we get back to valuing and understanding what the house of the Lord is. That's, that's, that's powerful. That's awesome. Um, you know, we, we, we need to know where we can get this book. Well, right now it's pre-selling it, uh, it. The book release is on May the 31st and um, you can pre pre-order right now on Amazon. Uh, and, and, you know, by God's grace, we were actually number one last week uh, in Christian leadership on Amazon. Awesome. Uh, so we're very honored and pumped about that, but right. So after the 31st, you can get it uh, on Amazon or you can get it through uh, the, the publisher avail uh, avail is the uh, publisher. So yeah, that's uh, that's right now where, where you can get it from, or you can get it on site. I'm going to have a book signing uh, on the 22nd. Uh, so for our family of choice, they're going to get the book a week early uh, and we're going to, be able to you can buy them on 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 site as well so oh awesome awesome we're on with um we're on with pastor michael turner turning point church and we're interviewing him and it's regarding flourish finding your place for wholeness and fulfillment we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back fly tv the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. 
For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop De Loop handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho sleek fashionable jewelry log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on instagram live at unique loop 5 each wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time haven church global the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free join the haven church global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. And we're back. Yes. Um, we're on with Pastor Michael Turner, McDonough, Georgia, Turning Point Church. Um, Flourish is a powerful word. Flourish, finding your place and wholeness and, uh, and uh, fulfillment. Easy for me to say, right? <laughs> finding your place of wholeness and fulfillment. Um, your sermon, Leave Your Pot Behind. You spoke of the importance of being planted, uh, committed, and connected. I love the three together. And added something about presence people and purpose how does this help a dad his family or an individual uh flourish and reach their full potential yeah that's a great question um so with the idea of the house of the lord um is it brick and mortar is it because sometimes we can walk into a building and you know feel like we have to get reverent because of a physical building and, and that there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's never been, you know, about a building. And we know this, right? Uh, even when we didn't have a building, when we started, we didn't have a building. When we went through COVID, we weren't in the building. Um, and so whether we were in a house, a school, or in this building, the, the house of the Lord is, is not uh, limited by four walls. Really it goes back to the beginning where uh, it, I call it or have heard it referred to as the dwelling place of Yahweh. And so when you think about the garden, there were three elements that I, I felt like I've seen consistent when it comes to the house of the Lord. Because, I, was, you know, David was passionate for the house of the Lord. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Psalm 23, I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I love the habitation of your house, O Lord. It's the place where your glory. So I kept seeing this house and I'm thinking, God, is that the temple? Like, but really, I, I believe as I began to study through the scriptures that it comes back to three elements. It's the three elements of the house of God. It's the presence of God with the people of God, fulfilling the purpose of God. You see in the, in the garden of Eden, it was the presence of God with Adam and Eve, right? So the people and the purpose was to work the garden to be fruitful and multiply. And so really that's that's always been God's plan and Christ redeemed it. And now uh, we see in the book of Acts how it was the presence of God with the people of God fulfilling the purpose of God. And so many times some people can believe, well, I can just have me and Jesus, right? It's just me and God <laughs> kind of doing kingdom my own way. Like it's a personal private, you know what I mean? Like, it, and it's this idea, are you a believer? Yes. Are you connected to a local church? No. Because I don't have to have church to go to heaven. 
And, you know, the thing about lies from the enemy is in order for it to be a lie, there has to be a little bit of truth in it. Yes. Is mm -hmm. it true that you can get to heaven without going to church? Absolutely. But that's not what it's for. Church isn't so I can get to heaven. It's so that I can find my purpose in the body of Christ, right? I have a function. So I've got to be connected uh, to the body of Christ to have a function because people, you know, God doesn't need my good works, but people do. And so I have a function. And so I can't fulfill my function until I'm connected in the house of the Lord, the presence with the people fulfilling the purpose. And so that's, I, I kind of want to, you know, help people's belief system that, you know, I, I believe when you when you really encounter the presence of the Lord, the Holy Spirit will internally motivate you to want to be a part, right, of the local yeah. church, the body of Christ. And, and, and so for me, it starts with the presence and then getting into the people. And that's where I talk about in the book how sometimes we want to avoid the people. We may even try God and the purpose without the people. <laughs> but you can't do it without the people, right? Because we think things like this, you know, well, people have hurt me. There's a lot of this, this talk about church hurt, the church hurt me. Well, it really wasn't the church. Let's be honest. Right. It was probably right. one person, mm -hmm. a few people, but we broad brush it as the church and then believers step away from the church and we want to point fingers at the church. And what I teach our church to do is we just, we don't do that. Not ever do we do that number one publicly because we're for the church. We're big C. We're all about the church, right? We, we yeah. believe Jesus is building his church and the gates of hell are not going to prevail. Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to learn how to uh, operate as a family of choice, uh, learning about conflict resolution. We're going to learn about forgiveness. How do we deal with offense? We're going to embrace the tension. We're not going to avoid it. We're not going to run. We're going to embrace the tension because many times, this is what I say, is beyond the, 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 the tension, it's really a doorway to deeper intimacy. And if we'll learn how to embrace that conflict, like Jesus said, if a brother sins against you, go to them privately, right? And if they confess their sin, you're going to be reconciled. And so I kind of deal with that, you know, because we have so many people that get offended and they'll go to another church where they don't realize this is the way they left one place is the way they enter another place. Exactly. And so they're going to deal with it here, right? Because they're still carrying the offense. And so anyway, that's, that's kind of the idea. Uh, and going back to the family, um, you know, I, I really believe that as fathers, I was actually, I finished up a small group uh, for, for men. We just went through Dr. Evans' book, Kingdom Men Rising. If you guys have not read that, I'm sure you have. Very powerful. I love the fact that he talked about how fathers are the primary parents for raising the kids. Mm -hmm. And how far have we gotten away from that in culture? Oh. You know, yeah. And so as a father, uh, to your question, Pastor, uh, is I want to be the one that leads my family to the house of God. You know, we're, 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 we're going to, you know, the house of God starts at home, right? It's yes. in home first, but then we're a part of the local church. And so we lead the way we model that we, uh, we, we, we inspire that we live it out, not with our perfect life but yeah. just commitment to the what house of God, the presence, yeah. people purpose. And I just feel like that's how we transfer uh, kingdom values, you know, kingdom um, passion, kingdom truths. And so, yeah, I think that's so important. Again, the children are going to be around an environment. That's what I talked about this past Sunday is in our world, our kids get so much negativity. There's so much yeah. comparison. There's pressure. 
to be liked, to look a certain way, to speak a certain way, to have a relationship, to have a certain body type, to have whatever pair of shoes and you know, the list goes on and on and on. And they hear that the, the world is going to mock. It's really the enemy. The enemy is going to mock their, their, their insecurities and their, their flaws. And so in the house of God, when they come here, it's a place where they can be loved, believed yes. in their yes. potential seen. you know? And so it, it, for your child, that support system is incredible because you're going to have believers. Like for me, you know, thank God that I had uh, some men who spoke into my potential. I didn't see it, but they would speak into my life. And I just feel like that, again, as a father, uh, we know this, that we want other fathers speaking into our children because I've learned another voice can say what I've said, but they won't hear it because it was my voice, right? Yes. And, so, yes. and so I would just say that relationally, and that's with marriage, that's with you know stewardship. Just it, it, it's, it's, it's a culture. And I just feel like as men, when we lead our families to practice uh, what I call in the book, success starts on Sunday, when we practice the principle of the Sabbath, I just feel like everything else, you know, our success, that order, order precedes blessing. And when I get the order right, blessing is restored and it's released. And so I just got to put things in order. And so when we lead that God first life, I think that um, that's how they, we set our families up for success. So that's, that's phenomenal. You know, you're, you're, you're right in the, in the front of, uh, of Ephesians 6, where it tells dads not to frustrate their children, but bring them up in the nurture mm. of the Lord. So, mm. uh, so, so nurturing is a call that is literally written in ink for us yeah, to do. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're talking about the church. In ancient times, they had what was called that's the ziggurat. Good. I love that. It, it, the ziggurat. And the ziggurat later became the cathedral and the cathedral and the church were central to the community in our current uh, current time we're dealing you spoke a little bit about it of the opinion worship you know social media a peer pressure we had peer pressure but we didn't have social media and peer pressure right um where you know there's a lot we just coming out of a, a pandemic uh, we went from a time where you you spoke of it a little bit already where where everything was brick and mortar but now things are more click in order. More, more things are done online. Um, what is the importance? Because that still relates with to be planted. Yeah. How is, uh, why is a covering so vital? Why is being planted so vital and intrinsic to flourishing? Great question. I do believe that the end of the church age has completed, you know, and so we, we now are embracing online. We're, we're, we're embracing on demand uh, and we're not fighting it. Um, we are a hybrid, if you will, because I believe that that's here to stay. Uh, it's not a negative thing. And so if you can be in person, you know, that's, I think, um, a desire that we we, we, we have for people and not just because it's wrong or it's right, but it's kind of like this. It's the difference between watching a college football game on TV and being in the stadium. Yes. It's just a, you know what I mean? Like you, God can still move through that. And again, it, it, it's not, so it's not an either or. So you can be planted, I believe, 
but, but, but the whole goal is engagement. So if you've got the presence of God, you're engaging in community, right? Whether that's a Zoom small group, uh, you're serving on the online campus, whether that's on the prayer team or share and click. So it's trying to figure out now we don't just see our church in one location. We see our church, you know, in multiple locations, but now we see it even uh, in several different places, just smaller hubs. And so I think to your point, I do think that it's um, worth examining your own faith because my concern is that we will have church on demand. And I just, I, I, again, I'm all about growth and podcasts like this one. I would listen, I, I listen to podcasts like this and I do that. Uh, but at the same time, there's got to be that element of, of connection. So there's, yes. there's got to be that people part, right? Because we need people, I need people to walk with me. I need people to encourage me. I need people to weep with me. I need people to correct me, right, and watch out for me. So again, we're we're going to use those con those those avenues for it, and uh, we're 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 all for that. We're working to be, but at the same time, I just believe that you can be in a physical location, and it could be that you you have a little bit of online, and then you have it you know in person. So uh, yeah, I think that that is is huge. But going back to your question about being covered, you know, when, from the dawn of time. I thought it was interesting that when you see um, mankind uh, there, the, even in the garden, that uh, when they when they sinned, they were looking for covering. Right. Yes. Uh, we know that that was bodily covering. But when you start thinking about, you know, if you've ever seen a movie and it's like a, a shipwreck or a plane wreck and they're on an island, what's the first thing that they look for? Obviously, a water source, but then they yeah, want to find some shelter. Yeah. Covering. You know, so whether it's been a cave. Uh, a, a teepee made with deer skin, a mud hut, or a brick house. There's just an innate desire inside of us to get inside of a covering. And I think that's a, a God-wired uh, uh, DNA for us to get to the house. Like we, So that house represents covering, so we need covering in our life. But I, I go back to the fact that Jesus, one time when he was teaching his disciples, and I believe it's at the end of Matthew chapter 9, he looked at the crowds and he saw them, they were scattered and weary like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And so he looks to his 12 and he says, pray the Lord of the harvest to send forth more workers. So it just reminded me that Jesus was really saying, and I think the scripture would back it up. Everybody needs a shepherd. Amen. Everybody does. Like I have a shepherd. I'll always have a shepherd just because my life was changed when I got under, and this is what I say, you've heard me say this Lamont, when I get under the things that God wants me under, he can put me over the things he wants me over. But in today's world, everybody wants to be in, you know, charge, but in the kingdom, when you're under the right thing, then that empowers you to get over. So for me, I would just say back to the covering piece. I, I believe everybody needs a pastor. Every, like I've got overseers that I have submitted my life to, and I want them to protect me, right? Like I want them to speak into my life. I want my wife to have their phone number so that if your boy's not acting right, they'll call me. Because <laughs> if no one knows your secrets, you're in trouble. That's and right. We've seen Amen. Christian Paul recently. Like there's guys that have had major impact in the body of Christ. They're not in ministry today. And so yeah, so for me, it's it, it is a protection thing. It is a godly thing. It's a kingdom thing, but it's a humility thing. 
right? Because it takes humility to invite that That's in right. your life. But if you realize, you know, as iron sharpens iron, so one sharpens another and faithful the wounds of a friend, deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. I need people in my life who I'm not trying to impress. They're not impressed with me and they can speak into my life and call me out, you know? And yes. so, yeah, hope, hopefully that was helpful. That, that's powerful and, and, and yeah. so um, poignant, you know, going, even going back to your um, presence, people and purpose. It's like the royalty, the loyalty and the reality. Um, mm. You have to deal with the reality of people to get them yeah. to, and, and when you deal with the reality, working it backwards, you, you see, you, you gain loyalty. Mm. And they, they start to wonder, as it says in, in Matthew 5, where it says, uh, do your good works before men so that they may glorify your father. So yeah. then they see the royalty of God. So it, it works both ways. It's beautiful. It I, I, yeah. I love that. No, I tell you, Jay, you know, the, we, we've been blessed, you know, and I, I uh, say it all the time. I need practical application. So when when I'm at turning point, you know, Pastor Mike, he 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 comes in, he he hits you fast, and he's out. But he's gonna always leave you with some practical application. He's gonna hit you with about three or four or five to dos, and and I put them into practice. So um, and again, we we are here. We are blessed. This is further following radio. We are blessed to have Pastor Michael Turner. I know we've been saying from McDonough, from Turner Point Church here in McDonough, but we're gonna also include Jonesboro and other locations to come. And again, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back. Place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Again, we are back. This is Further and Farther Radio, where we have our special guest today with us, Pastor Michael Turner, who I am blessed to call my pastor from Turner Point Church here in McDonough, Georgia, and Jonesboro. And we've just been having a ball. I hope you've enjoyed what you've been hearing. Again, uh, we want you to just drop us a line, leave us a message, tell us what you think of this show at www dot furtheringfathering.org visit the website and just drop us an email at info at furtheringfathering.org now pastor mike we've been talking on some great nuggets we're talking about your book uh that's coming out flourish uh but we also um, know that you are a great advocate for fatherhood uh you released a, a a previous book around fatherhood watch me watch me daddy um and we want you to um, speak to the dad who is out of sorts right now. Um, pandemic hit. Uh, a lot of things are not stable um, and he needs to settle uh, because his children are watching him. Can you encourage him uh, yeah. to find his place in yeah. these unsettling times? Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a great, uh, great thought, Lamont. I, I think, you know, being a dad, it's one of the greatest honors that we could ever have. And, um, but it's also one of the greatest responsibilities that we can have. And, and the thing is, you guys know this, you'll never stop being dad, no matter how old your children are, 
But I think at the end of the day, you have, uh, regardless of, of what, you know, where you may be at in your fathering journey, uh, all you can do is bring your best, right? And, and, and we've all made mistakes. Um, there's no perfect fathers. There's no perfect fathers. And I think if you just keep showing up, you keep showing up, you, you, you don't check out, you don't, you know, stay at the office more, you don't run, you don't, you know, that's what Adam did. He ran. And so you don't want you don't want to do that because your children, uh, they need you to stand. In fact, God built you to stand. God built you to hold the weight. And but it only comes when you are leaning into him as the everlasting father. So when you get that relationship right and, and you know how to worship, you know how to abide, you know how to, uh, to, to, to walk in the habitation. And so my encouragement would be make sure that you are focusing on that relationship. Because when you get that relationship right, it's going to empower you with supernatural power. It's going to empower you with strength. It's going to empower you with faith. You're going to have hope. You're going to be inspired and the Holy Spirit will breathe upon you. Uh, but also, I would say you need to, to dial into podcasts like this. You need to increase your knowledge. You need, you need to learn because there's not a lot of information out there about fathering. I'll be honest, uh, Lamont. In fact, I found you because I was on my phone one day looking for a fathering podcast because I want to, you know, I want to learn how to be a better dad. And there was nothing. And I, and I actually heard your podcast and you said you were in, in this area. I was like, what? So that, again, I think, you know, you, as a dad, just make sure that you're learning, that you're growing and that you're putting those things into practice. But there is always hope. There's always hope. And no matter how bad it's been uh, from here, it can get better. And so regardless of where you've come from, regardless of whether you've had a dad uh, or you didn't have a dad, the good news is, is that, you know, in Christ, uh, you can be born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. You can be empowered as a son, right? Find your identity, uh, not in what you do, but in who you came from. And, and I think when you begin to live uh, from that place, you'll discover that you may not have come from a great family but a great family can still come from you. And, and so that's why I would say, hey, come back to the father, come back to that place of get on your face. I mean, get at the feet, cry out like it's okay if you have tears, right? I'm just telling you, these are places where we are transformed. And I've gone through some fathering times where I felt like I failed. I felt like I've done everything I could do and it still didn't work. But God is faithful keep being dad, keep being faithful, keep leaning into other men, be a learner, keep showing up. And, uh, you know, I, I think you keep fighting for that. And the Bible is a promise. You guys know this, train up a child in the way he should go. He may not be on it today, but you're pointing it, you're living it, you're modeling it out. There's going to come a day where they're, they're going to know the way. And so I would just encourage you to stay strong in that. Uh, be, be encouraged in that, but grow your faith, you know, uh, and uh, just lead from that place of um, taking that ownership and knowing that there's a supernatural power, which is why I talk about the book Flourish, because when we're planted in the house, that's where we're going to have fruit. That's where we're going to see power. You're going to flourish like a palm tree. What's a palm tree? Well, it produces dates. It produces fruit. It produced, they used to make furniture with the leaves. They made furniture. They made desks. They made, you know, housing. They, there were all kind of 
uh, uh, good things that came. And so you're going to be stable. You're going to be fruitful. You're going to be useful. So get planted in the house of the Lord. Learn about the presence of God. Lean into the people and know that you're going to fulfill your purpose. So mm. it, it's going it, it, it will happen. You will flourish. And that's a promise from God. So that's, that would be my encouragement to every dad is shake it off. Keep fighting the good fight. Your greatest days are still in front of you. And those, those eyes are watching how you respond. And yes. so don't, let me just say this by the spirit, just make sure you don't get into your emotions don't, don't get into your emotions. Don't, don't let the only emotion your kids ever see be anger or frustration. Amen. Or Amen. Like, Amen. and I think for me, guys, that's what's helped me because I grew up in a house where there was a lot of shouting. And when somebody got mad, they would break something to let you know how mad they really were. Yeah. So I made a decision. That's not going to be our culture. That's not going to be our home. We're not going to raise our voices. And, and so I would just say for you, just make sure that as you are, you know, growing in your relationship with God, make sure that he's, he's healing your emotions, right? Yeah. And uh, you're not leading from a place of, of anger and frustration and irritation, but you're, you're able, as, as Pastor Jeremy talked about, nurture, train up your children, raise them up in the discipline and the training and instruction that's approved by the Lord, right? So he's a loving, firm father. So you got this, you can do it. Keep being dad. You heard it, Daz. You heard it, Daz. Heard it. Pastor Mike said it. <laughs> Pastor Mike said it. Pastor Mike, you 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 dropped in some 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 great stuff, man. And and uh, you know, we we thank you, man. And it's not a lot of pastors that are very passionate about speaking to the hearts of fathers because of the demographic of the uh, church, mm-hmm. mainly predominantly women. So th- thank you for that. Um, you know, it, it's really big it's, it, and it's, it's, it's to be celebrated. So we don't take it lightly. We thank you. We honor you for that. Thank you. I'm so honored. Thank you guys, man. I tell you, it's a joy, just like it is for you. I mean, yeah. this is my heartbeat. And I just appreciate the opportunity to encourage other dads and hopefully give them some vision and some encouragement uh, uh, in their, their father journey. Powerful and awesome time. I pray that you, you, you listen back Get, grab a pad or, or put it in your iPad or what have you and capture some notes. My dad taught me to take notice and to take notes. Uh, and it's changed my world. Um, I wrote my children's name when I was in the military long before I met them, their mother. So, uh, and, the, and I was able to name my children. So um, hmm. sometimes uh, the, the notes that you have when you, and also take some time to reflect on those notes. So listen back to this, Pastor Mike Turner, brought some significant nuggets about flourishing, about covering, yeah. about being a dad, about being a son, about being connected, about presence, people, and purpose. So listen back, take good notes. In closing, before we always ask this, because we're very relational, everything is relation, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Relationship existed before time, space, and matter. <laughs> so, so we serious about relationship. We always ask this, how can furthering fathering help you do what you do? And then I'm going to pray. <laughs> what comes to mind is just continue to do what you're doing, right? You're, you're continuing to put a focus on fathering. You're not backing off of that. You're not, you know, going into multiple areas. You're really focused in on fathering. And so I would just say for me, uh, continue to do that, but also continue to pray, uh, pray for me, pray for us. Um, yes. 
as, as we, you know, uh, want to help devolve, develop fathers and, uh, you know, continue to, to grow and expand and to continue to impart, continue this broadcast, continue to invite other pastors and men to the conversation. Um, and I think for me, I, that would be my, my biggest request is that you guys don't grow weary in well-doing because there's a due season and this is a labor of love, but it's a labor that is worth leading and plowing through and planting. And so keep on keeping on reaching out, pouring into dads, because there's so many dads out there, I believe, that want to do better, but they don't think they can. They think their kids have given up on them and they don't think there's hope for them. And it's guys like you who are going to come alongside them, put your arm around them, speak life into them and empower them and equip them and give them some principal practices that they can see Malachi 4, 6, where the hearts of fathers are coming to their children, right? Because the heart of the father turns first. Yes. And so just keep turning fathers' hearts, keep turning their hearts to the father, but then to their kids, right? And if their kids are resistant, to keep, keep fight for them, fight for them. Because a lot of kids just want to see if their dad will fight for them. Yes. So, you know what I mean? So I, I just applaud you guys. I salute you. We pray for you. We're supporting you. And so, yeah, that would be my ask. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, and, and Lamont and I are smiling because we always talk about Malachi 4 6. And also <laughs> encouraging each other, we say, do not be weary and well doing, for in due yes. season you shall reap if you can. Yeah. I love we're, it. We're, we're in tune. We're in, we're, we're in, in, in harmony. Amen. I, yes. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Love you and thank All you. Right. Thank you, Lord, for the call, the answer, the teaching the instruction, the direction that leads us to your presence, that leads us to relationship with people and to help us to see, grow in and work in our purpose. Thank you, Lord. As you bless center point, you be the fulcrum, you be the axis, you be our turning point. Help us to pivot, into the direction that you're leading as fathers, as leaders, as believers. Lead us to you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Christ said to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow you. Help us, Lord, in our fellowship, even as we've been talking about our fellowship. Help us to be obedient. Help us to have you as the main ingredient for our character so that our children see us growing before them so that they know the value of moving from futility to utility, that not everything happens instantaneously. Thank you, Lord, for the process of growth. Thank you, Lord, for the process of flourishing Help us to be seeds in your hand. Yes, Lord. Planted in the ground, hidden, watered by you, enlightened by you, grown by you, so that we may bear sweet fruit that remains, full of nutrition, full of stability, filled with more seed. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, in the matchless name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, for you are furthering fathering, for fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed. Teach us to follow after your heart, H-E-A-R-T, which are our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. 
as you train us up in the way that we should go. Help us to train up our children and others. Hallelujah. We thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. You are listening to the Furthering Fathering Radio Show, brought to you by the Furthering Fathering Corporation, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, which form the acronym HEART, H-E-A-R-T, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We seek to enhance, elevate, empower, and optimize your fatherhood experience, both virtually and face-to-face. We have various programs that we use to do so. First, get into the heart of fathers. Both the workbook and the program are designed for each dad who participates to not only capture honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training, but that it becomes part of their character so that it enhances their fatherhood experience in their family so that they win at home. Another program is Dad's Strategic Life Plan. It's one thing to be a man with a plan. It is another to have a strategic life plan that helps us train the heart to overcome distractions, disruptions, and destructions. Yes, be a man with a plan. For this and more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. That's www.furtheringfathering.org or 888-380-3370.